Hymn 864, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. I think it's safe to say that one of the most famous hymns in the Lutheran Church is A Mighty Fortress is Our God. It's so famous we have two different versions of it in our current hymnal. And we sing it as the hymn of the day twice a year. Once on the Festival of the Lutheran Reformation at the end of October, and this coming weekend for the first Sunday in the season of Lent. This may lead us to ask, why do we sing a Reformation hymn in Lent? Isn't Lent supposed to be a time of somber reflection as we think about our sins and Jesus' passion? The answer is quite simple. This Sunday shows us very clearly that Jesus came to fight for us and to destroy our enemy, the devil, once and for all. And what better way for us to remind ourselves of that as we sing about it in one of the most beloved hymns in the Lutheran hymnal. Verse 1. A mighty fortress is our God, a trusty shield and weapon. He helps us free from every need that has us now o'ertaken. The old evil foe now means deadly woe. Deep guile and great might are his dread arms in fight. On earth is not his equal. Sometimes in life we'll have seemingly boring or simple items that become favorites. A pen that never seems to run out of ink and always writes clearly and crisply. A mug or a cup that always seems to fit perfectly in your hand or holds just the right amount of drink. A tool that always works no matter how tight the bolt is or how tough the screw is screwed in. Here Luther compares our good and gracious God to something like that a trusty shield and weapon. And we definitely need one. No one can come close to opposing Satan. But our God did once, and he does so each and every day for us as he continues to protect us. We can always rely on God and his protection. What trusty tool did Jesus use when he faced temptation by Satan in the wilderness? Look up Luke chapter 4 verses 1 through 13. Verse 2, with might of ours cannot be done, soon were our loss effected. But for us fights the valiant one whom God himself elected. You ask, who is this? Jesus Christ it is, the Almighty Lord, and there's no other God. He holds the field forever. Sometimes we'll encounter situations we just can't win. Maybe it's watching your favorite football team play, and they're down by 21 points with no timeouts, and the other team has the ball. Or maybe it's being stuck in traffic, and there's no exits or side streets to turn off onto. In situations like that, it feels miserable being so powerless. That's the state you and I were in when it comes to our sin. And that's the situation Luther describes in this verse. We were powerless to stop Satan and we were destined to lose. But that's when Christ stepped into the ring to fight for us. Jesus defeated the devil and his work, and nothing will ever take his victory away from him and us. In this verse, Jesus is called valiant. What does that mean, and how is that comforting to us? Verse 3. Though devils all the world should fill, all eager to devour us, we tremble not, we fear no ill, they shall not overpower us. This world's prince may still scowl fierce as he will. He can harm us none. He's judged, the deed is done. One little word can fell him. One of the most terrifying animals that you can encounter in the wild is a lion. 
We don't have to worry about them here in America, but in places like Africa, they can be a real danger. Here in Racine, we have lions at our local zoo. Going to see them there isn't scary at all, even though the two lions in the zoo are dangerous predators. Why is that the case? Because the lions are in an enclosure. You can see them, and they can see you, but they can't get a single one of their long and dangerous claws or fangs anywhere near you. So it is with Satan and his devils. They can't harm us anymore. They have been reduced to nothing, thanks to Jesus' death on the cross. Some people say that the one little word Luther refers to here is Jesus, or Christ. Luther said the word is liar. Which do you think fits better? Verse 4. The word they still shall let remain, nor any thanks have for it. He's by our side, upon the plain, with his good gifts and spirit. And take they our life, goods, fame, child, and wife. Though all may be gone, our victory is won. The kingdom's ours forever. One of the most comforting things about the word of God is we can be sure it will never leave this world. Many ancient works of writing and art have been lost forever either burned in fires or simply eroded, as the elements have destroyed the paper or stone they were on. God's word has existed since before time began. It existed all through the Old and New Testaments, and it's still here today. Many earthly rulers have tried to destroy the Bible once and for all, but it still persists. That's a comforting reminder that just as God ensures his word will remain, so too he will ensure we are always protected. No matter what we lose in this world or have taken from us, as Luther says, the kingdom's ours forever. What good gifts does God give to us to help us remember he's always with us? As Christians, we have many enemies who seek to destroy us once and for all. The devil, the world, and our own sinful flesh all seek to separate us from the love of God. But as Paul reminds us in the second lesson that will be read this Sunday, neither death nor life, neither angels nor rulers, neither pre things present nor things to come, nor powerful forces, neither height nor depth nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Our God is a mighty fortress, a trusty shield and weapon, a champion in the fight, and a constant friend and companion. As we go through the dark days of Lent, may we always remember just what Jesus has done for us.